There is simply no better place to get all the news on the Big Ten Conference than with Nate Dickinson and the Locked On Big Ten Podcast. Follow the Locked On Big Ten Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Alrighty, gang, on today's show, that's right, we got some of your takes for Take Tuesday, and then back-to-back interviews with none other than Alex Van Sumeren and Greg Jones. Let's have a day. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is happening, Spartan family? It is August 3rd. You're listening to Locked On Spartans. I am your host, Matt Sheehan. And guys, uh, yeah, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. I'm going to get better at these intros soon. Today's not that day, but yeah, it's, uh, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, especially if you're going to say nice things about it. That'd be much appreciated. Uh, we got an exciting show today. Uh, we got not one, but two interviews, one with an MSU icon and then one with, well, what possibly very well could be a future MSU icon in Alex Van Sumer, of course, I'm talking about, and then... The second interview to end the show is with the one, the only, Greg Jones. We talked to him about Spartan Dog Con. Yes, the alumni football event that took place over the weekend. Started at Mel Tucker's house and then went to the football building on the field. All this and that. Basically, I had some big-time FOMO missing out on that event. Why would I be at the event, though? I'm A, not a former football player like you had to be for this event, and B... Probably just not cool enough in the first place either to be strung along to one of these things as well. But luckily, Greg Jones fits both of those boxes, so he'll give us the rundown of what we all missed over the weekend. All right, guys, once again, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. And also, uh, if you ever have any questions, if you have any takes, if you have any complaints, if you have anything that you want to get off your chest for unbillable therapy hours, guys, I got you at LockdownSpartans at gmail.com. LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com, or hit me up on Twitter. I'm always there. I'm on the app 25 hours a day. Sheehan underscore sports is my handle. All right. Well, what seems to be three and a half years ago, I sent a tweet out uh, asking slash begging for your takes because, once again, we were low on material, and you guys came through. We got a ton of responses, so yes, this, these are takes from like three weeks ago, but... We're going to get uh, after it right now, and we're going to start with Ryan Cole. He hit us up, of course, as many people do with these questions. They go back to a previous season, and the one he picked was a great season. His take is, MSU does not win the Big Ten in 2013 if those phantom pass interference calls aren't made, and it wins the Notre Dame game. That loss going into the bye week gave those guys a hunger they wouldn't have otherwise had. I've heard some iteration of that take time and time again. I'm sure I've said it as well, but uh, the hunger is, yeah, absolutely. No question it was there after the game, but I also think it was kind of there before the game too. Defense started the year cooking. The South Florida game, people forget. They tried out three quarterbacks, and they threw for a total of 94 yards. And they still won because, well, the defense was cooking that game. Speaking of cooking, let me parlay that pun into my next thought here. I think what the Notre Dame game did really was kind of show the team and more importantly probably the coaching staff that, no, we have one quarterback now. 
Connor Cook did not play all too well in that Notre Dame game. I mean, no secret there, but I'm sure as many of you remember, they gave Andrew Maxwell a spin for the very last drive of the game. Down four points. They wanted him to go the full length of the field after sitting on the bench for the first 58 minutes of game time. And, hey, go, go get him, Andrew. Yeah, you got this, bud. That ended with 0-3 passing, took a delay of game, and then poor Maxwell, bless his heart, tried to scramble for a first down on 4th and 20 and came up roughly 12 yards short, but that's okay. Um, I think maybe that, I don't know if that was the moment, and I'm speculating here, I don't know any inside information, but I'm just trying to know what I know about the D'Antonio regime and that staff and what happened that season. I, I think what that game did is, had the staff realize, like, Okay, we're riding with Cook. Like, no matter what happens here, no matter how bad the game is going, we're going to be uh, sitting with him, even if the going gets a little rough, which it did. I mean, hey, they had the bye week, then they went to Iowa. They were down 14-10 at halftime. Cook was playing just okay at that point. He also did start the fourth quarter with an interception when MSU was eventually up 23-16. So between, like, the shaky half, the now signature Connor Cook back-breaking interception that he always bounced back from. Uh, they still stuck with Cook the entire time. They, they rode with him, and, well, as the history books and your memory probably very clearly states, they rode with him the rest of the season. So I think that was an important moment, too, in that Notre Dame game. Like, hmm, this didn't go well. And I'm not saying that Cook would have led them on a game-winning drive against Notre Dame. Probably not, actually. It was not a good day for the offense, but... I think, you know what, we're shutting down the carousel of quarterbacks here. We're going with Cook the entire way here. So, they don't do that. Yeah, I, I don't know if they have the season that they do. Uh, next take here has to do with this season. This is from Gilly G1113 on Twitter. Thank you very much. Uh, MSU wins seven games. They beat Michigan, and they stun, stun Penn State. That's right. I uh, can't disagree with the Michigan one. Uh, by all accounts, I'm going to have to see something from Harbaugh and the gang before I think that uh, it's going to be an automatic loss for Michigan State. The Penn State game is fascinating, though, because, okay, here here's Penn State's schedule. These these poor, these poor bastards, man. <laughs> you talk about getting the, the short end of the stick here. Uh, they open up the season with their crossover game uh, against Wisconsin. Okay, they also have to go to Iowa and... It's not the greatest place to have to visit, especially if it's a night game, and I don't know if it is yet or not. Regardless, going to Kinnick, yikes. And, of course, you know, you're going to have to play their inner division rivals, Michigan, Ohio State, because MSU plays Penn State the last week of the season. It's that awkward, like weird vibe Thanksgiving weekend game where MSU doesn't really get a good draw. Not a lot of places in the country get a good draw on Thanksgiving weekend, but, yeah, it's just... The vibes are odd there, and I bring up Penn State's schedule because I'm hoping that maybe it's just a lost season for them. What I'm trying to say is that, oh yeah, trap game watch for the Nittany Lions. That's right, babe. You're going to walk into a mm, just a morgue of an atmosphere at Spartan Stadium for that Thanksgiving Day game. You're already probably 8-4 and four in the season. No way you're going to get to Indy. And then, whoop, bam! MSU just pounces right on you. Beats you to the tune of... 15 to 10. Let's get a weird score, something like that, in the mix to round out the regular season. And last but not least, we did get a quick email from our guy, Stan Shock, one of the best listeners out there. 
Um, we were talking the other day. Someone hit us with a mailbag question of what Spartan Stadium improvement would you give? And Stan wrote in with his own, and I actually like this one. It's best addition to Spartan Stadium is a guest DJ every week in the student section, but piped to the stadium. For example, Michigan Week, Calvin Harris. Ohio State Week, Lil John. Love the talent that you're throwing out there, too, by the way. That just A-list. Let's turn this into, like, Hakkasan, Las Vegas. Let's just get the, the best of the best right here. Um, yeah, we got, you know, trough urinals. Uh, Concourse could use some work, but we're we're dumping millions into the fees for the DJs. And you know what? Hey, I'm a big DJ guy. I like my electronic music. That makes me uh, washed, lame, corny, whatever. Hey, so be it. I'll be that because that's my kind of music. And Stan Shock is personally going to donate that millions to get that list of DJs for all six or seven weeks of this season. All right, guys, we'll be back. Alex Van Sumeren, of course, a four-star defensive lineman commit. But first, got to talk to you beautiful people about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season, as we know, is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Evander Kane uses the same website to get his news for NHL as well. That's not true. Don't don't sue me. Uh, before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out the great sporting news. Sign up bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, guys. Uh, this is the chance to get into the game, especially as NFL preseason ramps up, as your teams prep for their playoff runs as well. Head to the website. Use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your, get ready for this, guys, 50% welcome bonus. 50, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Smashing that promo code, locked on. That's one word, locked on. All caps it, too. Really put emphasis on it. Locked on for 50% welcome bonus at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Yes, Michigan State started last weekend with a massive, massive commitment from none other than Alex Van Sumeren. And you know what, guys? We are honored to have him on the phone right now with us, Alex. First of all, congrats on your commitment. And second of all, how on earth was your weekend after the the big news dropped on Friday? Yeah, you know, I I appreciate it. Um, You know, the weekend's going really good. Um, And uh, just glad to be in the spot that I am. So obviously going to talk about your big commitment news, but before we get there, um, social media, you posted a picture, I think it was a few weeks ago from your visit to Michigan state of you uh, holding Paul Bunyan, cradling Paul Bunyan. So I got to ask, how heavy is that statue uh, to, to hold? Is it pretty tough or what's it like? Um, yeah. Not, not really. No, you know, I had a, I had a really good official visit. Um, we went out there and, you know, took some photo shoot pictures, and I enjoyed my time. And the recruiting staff and all the coaches put on a on a great official. And let me be like the probably eight hundredth person asked this question to you over the weekend. But I guess why Michigan State? Why why commit to uh, the, the green and white? Yeah, you know, I had a lot of really good options. Um, a lot of great schools, a lot of great coaches. Um, but you know, Michigan State was the best fit. It's a place where I feel like I can achieve all my goals and do all that I want to do there. And uh, just the combination of 
you know, everyone from Coach Tucker to Coach Burton to Coach Hazleton, everybody on the staff, um, they did a great job recruiting me, and I was really able to build a great relationship with them. Um, they offered me a very long time ago, and while I was still committed to Michigan, and, uh, you know, like I said, I was able to build a great relationship with them, and, and you know, that's the best fit for me. And when you were at Michigan State to start the June, the, the whole recruiting cycle, well, what was it that stuck out the most to you about Michigan State and the whole facility? Um, You know, definitely the people. Um, Definitely the people. I mean, every everyone's going to have, you know, nice facilities, nice things. Every Power 5 school is going to have nice facilities and nice things. But, you know, the main thing is the coaches. And, uh, and you know, I feel like it's a place, another big thing for me, um, I feel like it's a place where I can be developed. Um, you know, I want to, I want, I want to go somewhere, um, you know, basically where I can be developed. And I think Michigan state can do that. And what about like the MSU defense and scheme, like that whole gameplay side of the ball? What, what about that excites you the most? Oh yeah. I mean, they run a, they, I mean, that, that's another factor that went in, went, went into it as well. Um, coach Hazleton and, and coach Burton, they, they, they know what they're doing. Um, to say the least, um, they run a great defense, and the, the, the D-line plays fast. Um, they're not just sitting on the line, eating up blockers. Um, they play fast, and, and, you know, they make plays, and that's something that I wanted to be a part of and a system that I wanted to play in. Uh, playing fast, making plays, I mean, on film, it definitely seems like that's something you do. And I, I know how awkward sure. it is to maybe talk about yourself, but I'm, if you don't mind, I'm going to have you do it. How, how would you describe your style of gameplay on the field? Explosive, fast, and violent. Love it. There and we strong. go. Three for three, baby. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Um, so, I mean, how important was it, too, that uh, obviously your brother was at Michigan, transfer portal, now goes to Michigan State. I have a brother as well. Uh, we usually don't, you know, voice the, the love and appreciation we had for each other. But is, was that important for, for you to see that Ben went to Michigan State? How much of a factor was that in your commitment to the green and white? Um, yeah. Um, you know, he, I, um, you know, I talked about, I talked to him about Michigan state when he was there and, and his time that he has had there so far and everything he's told me has been great. Um, great, great, uh, great culture, um, locker room, everything like that. And, and mainly, you know, the coaches, um, like I said earlier and, you know, he, he, uh, you know, when you're when you're a player, you get the inside look. It's it's no uh, it's no lies. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. There's no uh, sugarcoating. And um, you know, like I said, everything, everything, uh, everything has been great. He said he's had a great experience so far. And the coaches, uh, the coaches are real. And uh, he said they're people that you want to play for. So. Right on. And so what are your plans for the upcoming fall here? Any other visits for you? Obviously, I would imagine you'd come up to East Lansing um, a little bit here and there. Or what's besides, obviously, your high school season, any other big plans uh, coming up for you this fall? Well, I'm not really, no. I'm just getting prepared for the future. Um, you know, working really hard right now. I'm getting better, working every single day, perfecting my craft and, you know, just just preparing. I'm going to go out there and, and enjoy the season. Um, it's my last go around at, at Garber High. Mm-hmm. Um, go out there, give it all I got, and and, and enjoy my time and and uh, get ready. 
And, you know, sorry to jump back here, but uh, this just popped up in my head. Uh, other than Ben, were there any other current players or any current recruits that were really recruiting you the hardest to come to Michigan State? Yeah, I mean, there were uh, there were a lot of guys. Um, yeah, I mean, there were a lot of guys. Everyone on the – a lot of the of the commits um, were, uh, were texting me and everything. Um, and I was actually down – I went down to the spring game. Um, a while ago, and you know, I saw some of the commits there and and talked to them, like Tyrell Henry, Tyrell Henry, and uh, you know, some of those guys, and and uh, obviously, I was able to spend some time with some of the players, um, you know, on my official visit and get to talk to them. And when did you know that it was going to be Michigan State? Was it the the first official visit? Was it when you were taking your other official visits to the other uh, campuses you visited? Was it last week? But when did you really know that you were going to commit to Michigan State? Um, you know, like I said earlier, I had a great official visit. Um, mm-hmm. They did a great job, and you know, I kind of knew that. I kind of knew um, that was where I wanted to be. Um, I took my my other officials, you know to see those places and, and, you know, just to make sure. And, uh, you know, I felt like right now was, was the correct time to, uh, to make the decision. And last but not least, first of all, thank you so much for uh, being generous with your time here and talking with us. Um, what are you most excited for the, the next time you come to Michigan state? Is, is there anything that you just can't wait to do the next time you visit East Lansing? Um, you know, I mean, just just talk with the coaches again. It's always great talking to them. Yeah. And uh, you know, nothing nothing really that that stands out or or uh, pops up in my mind. Um, you know, I'm just right now. I'm just you know getting ready for for the future for the next step. And you know, I'm gonna be early enrolling. Um, so you know, I'm just working right now for my season and and working for when that time comes to to go down and, and move to East Lansing. Right on. Well, hey, on behalf of Spartan Nation, um, we're definitely thrilled to uh, watch you play in, in the next coming years up here. And, hey, good luck this fall too, man. I mean, that's that's going to be an exciting senior year uh, for, for you and, and the rest of the team. So, uh, yeah, th- thanks again, Alex. Really uh, appreciate you being generous with your time no here. At all. Once again, congrats no on the commitment, man. Go Green. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right, guys, we're going to keep it rolling after this short little break with the one, the only Greg Jones to talk about Spartan Dog Con. But I got to talk to you beautiful people about Rockado, Rockado. Guys, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why? Why? Why would you endure pointless or seemingly intimidating questions like, oh, does your... Uh, F-150 take a harbor flarber or whatever have you. I don't know. I know nothing about cars. I know how to fill up a gas tank and that's it. That's why the fine folks at Rock Auto are always here for us. Not all of us are car people. RockAuto.com is, and that's all you need in your life to be car people. It is sensational. Guys, why would you spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? I'll tell you why, or why you would do it. It's uh, if you're a big clown. Here, here. Like I wasn't going to do that anymore. Come on. Guys, Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every single customer. Yes, even the clowns. Here. They have everything you need. 
brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. And also, gas pedals. Gas pedals. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution for your auto part needs, baby. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Guys, we wanted to chat with someone who was actually there at Spartan Dog Con over the weekend to find out what it was all about. But more importantly, really, I just wanted an excuse to talk to one of my favorite players of all time. Yes, of course, I'm talking about who? Greg Jones, former linebacker. Greg, how on earth was your weekend, my man? Uh, it was awesome, man. Thank you for the intro, man. That that made me feel really good, brother. Hey, I got um, you, man. But yeah, no, it was uh, it was really cool, you know. And um, I, I think one of the things uh, about the convention um, that was so awesome to see was, you know, so many different classes, like getting along from young to old, and um, and, and meeting new ones. You know, what I mean, people you haven't seen before, I met before, and like the people that came before me and young guys that were there now, it was, it was just really awesome, man. It really was. Um, I think the, you know, the presentation that Darian Harris, that he, you know, he kind of one of the main guys that put it together, um, the presentation that, you know, they put together and what the kids will be getting, um, you know, at Michigan state, you know, for all their media stuff, um, the NIL, uh, the topics we went over, it was just really amazing to, to see that. And, um, you know, the, the program is without a doubt um, in great hands. I think Tucker's doing a great job. Um, the way he's coaching the guys, the way the inclusion, you know what I mean? It doesn't really feel like uh, at all that there is, like, any, um, you know, angst or, you know, uncertainty in, inside of the, the locker room and inside the meeting rooms at all. Like, all the coaches – uh, we definitely can feel that them getting along, though, and the kids seem to just gravitate towards the staff as well, too. So um, I, I thought it was really um, amazing event. I, I really did. I had a great time, and it was great food and great, just great everything, man. It was amazing. It was amazing. I was going to say, it's, it looks like it started off with a bang at uh, Mel Tucker's house. There seemed to be, you know, hundreds of people there. Um, what, yeah. what was the best part of you know, just you know, the, the camaraderie with everyone at, at Mel Tucker's house? Which, by the way, Looks looks okay. I think Mel's uh, doing okay over there. Yeah, you know, I'll be uh, two thousand percent honest. I was I called. I had to work. I actually had to take my kids to a birthday party oh, um, <laughs> that night, so I was not able to. But um, the feedback that I got from like all the guys, um, they they loved it. Um, they thought it was a great time just to be there at his house, hanging out. Um, you know, it, it was cool. It was really cool. Um, I thought most of all the different classes were represented. Um, so yeah, it was from what I took, from what I, what I heard, it was really awesome. Um, I like while I was there, I like begged Chuck. I was like, man, you got to do this again because I, I can tell. You know, there are some um, that just couldn't make it, and you know, it kind of, you know, it could have been even bigger than what it was. Um, with everybody, you know, everybody showed up. So and I think everybody did. You know, will. Um, for this next one because of all the social media that was blasted about it um, and the comments that I saw from guys that wanted to be there. I think every, I think next year everybody's going to make a point to be there next year 
um, and it being a bigger event. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I thought it was pretty cool from what everybody told me as well. Yeah, and I think it's awesome that, you know, there were so many different eras represented, no doubt. Uh, yeah. like, did you know Mel Tucker and the coaching staff well before this event? Or, I mean, obviously, it was last year kind of tough with COVID and everything, but were you able to get to know him even a little, or was this kind of the first shot you and a lot of players really did get to know this uh, new staff? Uh, this, um, so I I played for Coach Tucker in 2012. Um, when I left the New York Giants, and, and my next stop was the Jacksonville Jaguars. He was gotcha. a defensive coordinator. Yeah, he was a defensive coordinator there. So me and him were getting along fantastic. Like, I mean, we would talk. I was, you know, making a run at the time. It was Paul Paul Plesny, you know, from Penn State. Yeah, um, was which he was he was there, but uh, he was kind of near retirement, and you know, it was kind of like I was next up. And um, and we were getting along just great, you know. It, it was awesome. Um, obviously, this is all before my injury um, to my leg, though. But yeah, this was just—it was awesome getting to know him and the staff there. Um, but he's the same guy, you know. I told this to the kids yesterday or today, a couple of days ago. Um, he was the same guy, you know what I mean? That he is in 2012 that he is right now. He's the same guy, and he hasn't changed in, in, in all good ways, you know what I mean? In all the good ways, he hasn't changed. If anything, he's done. He's done a lot of things better than been around, you know, some championship teams. So, um, but yeah, I, I just, I think that, you know, he's going to do a great job, man. And, uh, but yeah, going in, I did know him. I didn't know anybody else. Obviously, I knew Harlan Barnett. He was, he recruited me from Cincinnati. Um, uh, but that's, I mean, that's pretty much it uh, from the staff that was, you know, there when I was there. Um, obviously, others have moved on. Any uh, former teammates that you haven't seen in a while that you're fired up about seeing? Oh my goodness, um, <laughs> uh, man! I guess I guess all of them. I mean, uh, it was all the young guys were either freshmen and/or I, I took them on their um, recruiting visit at some point in time, um, and then yeah, but I mean there was a there was a bunch that couldn't make it. Uh, but yeah, there's some that you know I still keep in touch with that we all linked up. Like Todd Anderson um, was there from guys I played with. Um, Taiwan Jones uh, was younger. Uh, Darian Harris as well too. Obviously, him being the director of player personnel there. Um, I'm trying to think who else, man. It was it was a lot of guys, man. Uh, Marcus Webb, which uh, friend, uh, he walked on at Michigan State. And then play, but uh, yeah, not it, it was yeah, it was just a bunch of guys that I know would love to man. I wish they could have made it as well too. But yeah, um, it was cool to go see those guys. Right on, you know, with the season you know approaching here pretty soon, when this recording comes out, it'll be 32 days until kickoff. I, I got to ask you as a oh, former cool. player, like, do you ever get to East Lansing? Like, do you ever tailgate for these games, or what, what's the the Greg Jones game day experience like? Uh, might be a little different with you know some little kids in your life, but you ever get to East Lansing for right. a game? Right. Um, you, you hit it, though, man. It's it's a little different. Um, uh, one, yes, I do. Uh, we try to make every home game. Nice. Um, but my oldest son um, is getting ready to start his – or going to play his first ever football game um, here for the Shelby Lions. So, nice. Um, yes, and all his games just happen to be on Saturday mornings. So – 
Um, we're going to try to uh, go to all the a lot of November games and uh, possibly the bowl game um, if we can make that fit is what our plan is. Just because um, I, have a, I have an older boy and my young one, he's he's still you know he's just now started walking and running, um, but he's definitely going to want to play too. So um, yeah, with the boy schedule and then my daughter does dance, it's kind of tough. Um, but we sure. are trying to make as many games as possible. Yeah. No, that's exciting for the first game. I don't know if you saw it. Jason Strayhorn's kid, Caden, uh, he just got an Alabama offer, and the kid's in eighth grade. Are you showing that to your son, being like, hey, th- this is the goal? Like, we got to get one by seventh grade to, to one-up these guys? Well, um, it was it was about a month ago my son uh, jumped, you know, jumped in the bed and was just like uh, – Daddy, like, did you used to play football? I said, yeah. And he said, really? And so I pulled up a game from me playing with the New York Giants um, because it was a game that they were uh, they were going over the starters and my you know my face you know just it was the NFL. I mean, it's on Fox, so you know how they do the thing. Sure. Yeah. So um, he uh, he was just like, wow, Daddy, like, you used to play football. That's pretty cool. And and that so that was like him just now realizing what I used to do. Um, That's crazy. But, I mean, the the standard for him, I mean, and any of my kids, and same thing my wife, we both believe, you know, with her playing college basketball, I mean, is to make them better than us. You know what I mean? Like, whoever, um, whatever we did, how great we've done things, like, it's it's for them to do better than us. So, um, without a doubt, that's the standard. Um, But, no, that's a huge congratulations to him. and I know Jason; he's a great guy. We've we've talked a bunch throughout the years. So, uh, but no, it's a huge congratulations. He goes to uh, Detroit Cavs Central, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I I, did, I actually saw that just recently um, on uh, with Jeff Cork and his his site. I forgot what that's called. Oh my goodness. Um, but anyhow, yeah, I just saw that online. I just saw that one, but yeah, can, yeah, yeah, without a doubt, yeah. I mean, hey, I would not be mad. At, no, know? of course not. <laughs> <laughs> no, right on, man. Well, hey, Greg, I can't thank you enough for coming on to talk about Spartan DogCon. Um, looked like an awesome event. I'm, I'm sure my invite got lost in the mail. I'll probably uh, make it out next year, um, as I'm definitely uh, a former player. Um, but no, on a serious yeah, note, hey, man, yeah. I, I really can't thank you enough for for hopping on and uh, spending the few minutes of your morning with us. Yeah, no problem at all, man. The more, the more I could do, man. And uh, thank you for having me on. I look forward to more of these, man. But uh, yeah, have a great day, man. All right, guys. Tomorrow, yeah, we're gonna keep on rolling with guests here. We got AI. That's right, MSU basketball legend Anthony Iani. Uh, he's gonna join us to talk about last year's season, this upcoming season. We're, we're just gonna banter. AI is my boy. We're, we're just gonna be shooting the, you know what, over the microphone about Spartan hoops. All right, guys, betting on the Spartans or the Tigers or the Lions or whatever have you doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you guys get your podcasts. All right, guys. Have a great Tuesday. Have a great whatever day you're listening to this. Go Green.